not going to be able to close this box of Cheez-Its. Oops, looks like I'll have to eat the whole thing. I can hear you get fatter. Oh my god, Jared Fogel will get to it. Yeah. Ooh, here's a fresh bag. Mmm. Listen to all mm. those calories. Yum. Should I see what the calorie intake is? Artificial cheese paste. It's 100% real cheese. 100% real cheese, and like real is the name of the cheese factory that makes the <laughs> fake cheese. And 100% R-E-L-E cheese. Yeah. Relay cheese. <laughs> mm, so good. Well, good. I'll try not to eat too many on air because you'll catch the sound, but uh, stop me. Mm, I can't. There's nothing I can do to stop you. <laughs> I'm unstoppable. Right. I'm to be unstoppable. Mm. Mm. Well, well, Rod, here we, we are. are. Here we are. <laughs> Look at that. Two two great minds think alike. Two great minds think about how they're here. And right. here we are. I mean, really, what is here? I think that's a question that everybody's mm. had on their mind since man was able to, you know, to look think. at himself in the mirror. Yeah, to think. Look at themselves in the mirror. What is consciousness? Yeah. Yes. I think, therefore I am. But we're, why am I here? We're going deep this episode. We're going deep, this just like a, Jared Fogle probably did to a couple of boys oh, in Indiana. Or yeah, like was. fucking three knuckles deep. Oh, did we discuss? Should we just start with that? Because mama mia. <laughs> mama mia. It's not a good sign for, for, for good old Jared. For, for old, good old J-Dog. For, you know, he's got a whole new meaning of a footlong coming his way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Footlong is not going to put a smile on his face anymore. That's for sure. And five dollars in like commissionary dollars or whatever it is, that goes a long way, buddy. <laughs> five dollar footlong, mama. I know. What is going to happen to him in jail? He's about okay. to get a free footlong, if you know what I mean. Oh, I do. Turkey club in my head. Be- <laughs> they kill people who touch kids. The footlong might not even. He might not even want it, but he's going to get it anyway. Yeah, <laughs> which honestly sounds like his career. <laughs> Sounds like how he lost the weight. He didn't want it, but he got it. Real deep. And let's just say those pants don't fit right after the first time. Mm, so anyway, good old Jared. Last time we, we left him off, he was <laughs> getting arrested for fucking a 16-year-old prostitute. But, but ooh! Sounds like it might might have been a little bit more than that. I want to die. Okay, so your theory is that because he's so down to take this plea... It sounds like a plea bargain. So, like if you... It is, right? Right. So basically... This actually just broke like an hour ago on Twitter right before we started recording this little episode. Good. Thank good. God, because usually we're always like 45 minutes behind. <laughs> yeah. Like we finish the episode and it's, it's like, true. president assassinated! And we're like, ugh. We have terrible week. time usually. Yes. But this Jared news, thank God. I know you You got everyone has wanted us to follow up on this. What's happening to Jared has been on Clamoring. the tip of my tongue. If I could call the parents of these kids, it'd be like, I know this is a hard time for you, but like, Honestly, for us, like, the timing was perfect. This is great. Thanks, Jared. This is Thank you. Like, thank you. There's a silver lining to be found. It's called content. So anyway, Jared, he just took a plea deal for uh, admitting to uh, having child pornography. When you admit to having it that quickly, that means you definitely did something so much worse that you just don't want to come to life. Is that what a plea plea deal does like once you sign it basically they plea, can't hold you accountable for anything else basically a plea bargain is like the prosecutor comes to you and they say hey we're gonna try to charge you with this but mm. if you admit to doing this in jared's case having child pornography then we won't have a trial and we'll we're fine settling 
with you admitting guilt to having child pornography. Right. So, more than likely, they had wanted to charge him with something more heinous than just uh, having little pictures of little naked boys and girls to uh, touch his big fat, stinky, big fat, nice try, <laughs> big fat stinky dick with <laughs> his provolone dick. That's what his I call it. Provolone dick. What do the cops get out of a plea deal in this case? Isn't that usually for like in? In return, we want information on who uh, who's giving him the stuff. No, I don't know. What the, in this case, I think it would just be maybe the maybe the prosecutors didn't think they had enough to mm. nail him for something bigger, but they knew they had him for the child pornography stuff. But that maybe right. they, you know, so it, it's kind of complicated. But they probably said, I don't know, Jared Fogle, you look like a fucking weirdo. Did you see the <laughs> Did you see the photo that I put up for the for the uh, for the last episode? Oh my god, no. The photo of Fogel, he's like coming out of a trailer and it looks like he's got a big fucking boner going. No. Yeah, you gotta check it out on SoundCloud. Oh my god, I wanna throw. He's like stepping uh, out of the thing and there's a big old bulge in his pants. What was in the trailer? I, I, it was like the day that the uh, the uh, cops came to like uh, seize his computers and stuff. The oh first day when he was like really. And he in- caught a quick glimpse of his hard drive as they were taking it out, and he was like, oh man, could not stop himself from getting Right, covered. there was a cop there who just happened to be really, really short. <laughs> yeah, there's that one midget cop that they had to have for a quote, and he was like, oh fuck, and got super hurt. Oh my god, here it is. Hold on, I'm looking at it. What the absolute fark. Okay, you can hear it playing in the background. Meta episode. Meta episode. This is nasty. So. Good old what Jared. Absolutely, how good old JJ. They probably th- wanted to nail him for something even more hardcore, but they may- maybe they had maybe they didn't think they had enough, or you know whatever. So they maybe they got free sandwiches deal. out of it if they gave him a simpler deal. Right, right. Maybe that I was part of the deal. deal. <laughs> oh, you know wait. I love sa- you know I love Subway. It's true, but apparently Subway that. issued another one of their tweets, and this <laughs> one just straight up just says, "We're no longer associated with Jared Fogle." <laughs> right, really? Yeah. That's it. Wait, let's see. Honestly, brevity hurts, and I like that. Yeah. Hold on, I'm looking this up. That is so funny. With their stupid, like, sandwich avatar. At Subway! You know, all exclamation points. <laughs> look at their last tweet. We no longer have a relationship with Jared Fogle, and no longer oh, want to comment. And have comment. no further comment. And look Subway at the one before. <laughs> Has Turkey finally found her perfect southern <laughs> gentle chip and at Lay's Biscuit and Gravy? <laughs> The last thing that Subway did before they commented on their spokesperson being a child molester was put in their vote for the new Lay's potato chip. <laughs> Trying to hawk fucking Lay's potato chips. I'm absolutely done. What is hashtag SLOL? I'm not clicking on it. There's no I'm literally way. not touching it, but I'm retweeting that and retweeting the Jared. <laughs> like, the darkness. They're literally two hours apart. I cannot deal. Oh, I'm, like, sad because... I'm on the Subway Twitter page, and there's four people I know who follow this page. Oh my god, who? One of them is actually not me, believe it or not. Who are they? No, it's on not. Class. One person I work with, who is not the coolest guy in the world. Uh, All right. The Men in Blazers podcast. Okay. <laughs> a linebacker for the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> <laughs> in South Park. What is this elite? I don't know. Subway. I'm honestly pissed off. Should I follow them? Look at Subway's cover photo. I know. It's just a big sandwich. With a hand coming for it. It's so sexual. 
It's so... What if it was, like, a little girl's hand? I thought uh, it was cute until today. Uh, it literally is so uh, foul. Like, it looks like someone's about to give that same uh, hand job. Sometimes I hate Twitter, but then moments like this, I love Twitter. I know. I love that you just cannot control when... You can't control time. Time is a flat circle. Yeah. Like, you just can't control it, so your timeline becomes uh, a reflection on how crazy the world is. Yeah. Two hours before, Subway <laughs> had a different existence. We no longer have a relationship with Jared. And no, no, no further, further comment. comment. Period. <laughs> Period. Period, that's it. Now I have to, I'm going to put on mobile alerts just because I want to know what their next tweet is going to be. Because you know it's going to be like, Buffalo Chicken, right back in stores, limited time. No further comments. What fucking comments does Subway have? Subway again? Set up a, set up a, set up a Twitter alert. You absolutely should. I'm literally doing a mobile alert right now. Mm, as if any, as if anyone Anyone in the world was wondering what fucking Subway's comment was at this time. I know, literally. Like, what? Do people really need Subway to comment on their thoughts on Jared as a child molester? I bet you everyone in that room is like, yeah, we're not super cool with it. Yeah, do you think, like, Subway had a meeting that was like, so guys, what do you want to do about Jared? Is this, are we all on the same page here or what? And what if one of them's like, I think he's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> and someone else in the room is like, yeah, I think he's. He's pretty awesome. Not that bad, right? And someone a comment that's like, we are standing behind Jared Fogle through all of this. <laughs> like, what if somebody was really loyal to them, to him, in spite of all of that? Well, thank God they have Twitter so they can clarify that. Thank God. <laughs> we don't have thank to worry you, about it. Thank you, social media, for clarifying the voices of the public. God bless. Uh, but this is why you're supposed to have, like, this is why Subway needs, like, a Subway PR page. Mm. Come on, Subway. Yeah, do you think do you think these companies should just have Twitter pages meant specifically for press related tweets? Absolutely. Mm, and see, I follow that. The game what you the what what Subway should have done, two separate sub Subway Twitter accounts. One says Subway PR, mm-hmm. okay, and then the Subway at Subway account just needs to retweet that Subway tweet PR tweet. Right. Boom. And that's enough. Way more professional. Everyone would be like, "What is Subway per?" <laughs> <laughs> right and like how many fucking official like pr releases does subway really need yeah, yeah like followers six million tweets six yeah. everyone's like what is this page every time they find a mouse in the salad <laughs> we do not have any con- all of them are just we don't have any comment we have no further comment we cannot be reached yeah regarding ratgate hashtag ratgate i'm done oh uh, so anyway God. it's fucked up but uh, also so hilarious. He's going to jail, right? It's game over. Um, he's definitely going to see the jail at oh. some point. Yeah. This just confirms my theory that all fat people are child molesters. Oh, Jesus. I'm kidding. But honestly, it's not looking good. I just feel like the minute I saw Jared, I was like, okay, like, you just look. I don't want to judge, but you look like a frick a dick a frick. That is my first thought. <laughs> I've never seen a, co- a picture of Jared and been like, well, that guy's really comfortable in the skin. Yes, I've, yeah, I've never looked at him and said, here's someone who knows exactly who he is and is probably someone super chill. <laughs> no. I've never seen a picture of Jared Fogel and thought, yeah, he's definitely totally chill. He's got his act together. Yeah, he has his shit together. I bet his apartment's really clean. No. Nope. I've never thought that. I'm always like, he probably has, he probably still keeps his huge pants. Every night he goes to sleep, he probably puts them on as a shirt and is like, fuck you. And looks in the mirror and is like, I hate you. And then his reflection talks back to him like, why are you doing this to us? Like, he probably is actually crazy. He definitely owns less than 10 guinea pigs. 
Nope. And probably the night one guinea pig died, he literally just held in his hand, crushed its body, and <laughs> cried while his eyes stayed open. And then he got like a, uh, uh, you up text from like a 13-year-old, and he was like, oh, yes. <laughs> I want to throw up. Ugh. He was nasty. This just confirms our theory from the last episode that these corporations mm. are going to start going back to animated spokespeople. They're less messy. Yeah. They it's can't risk it. It's a good call. So Remember? what do I do? I can't go to Subway anymore. I don't watch Woody Allen movies. Now what do I do? <laughs> you can't go to Subway I'm so getting pissed off. Funny. I'm getting pissed off. You know I love Subway. No, but Subway, Jared wasn't the one constructing the sandwiches, so I think you're okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> Right. Like Woody right. Allen was the really the the driving the force between all of his movies, but mm-hmm. Jared didn't. Jared's not the Subway Chef. He's not head Subway Chef. You're good. Thank God. Yeah, you're good. Also, I love that you just dropped the term Subway Chef. <laughs> I'm sure there's a. Posi- I agree. I'm sure there's a position called the yeah. head Subway Chef. <laughs> that Darren, like the girl from like Arkansas. Like, graduated at like 26 from high school is definitely still rocking. Right. The genius who said, oh, let's put sweet onion chicken teriyaki into a sandwich. <laughs> and everyone in the boardroom was like, I think that sounds great. The same people that were like, I think Jared's kind of cool. Yeah. Definitely heard that and were like, that sounds like a totally logical sandwich. Right. <laughs> you know that Jared came into some of those meetings was probably like, what do you guys think of putting chocolate sauce in a sandwich? What do you guys think of putting naked 13-year-olds? I mean, what? I mean, what did I say? Mm-mm-mm, honey turkey. They were like, okay. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of reports. When the reports get leaked from the court case, a lot of signs of Jared coming in being like, hey, have you ever thought of putting baby ejaculate? I mean, um, I don't know, like a Southwestern honey Dijon in a sandwich? Everyone's like, hey, Jared, what did you just say? He's like, uh, Southwestern honey Dijon? Right. They were like, okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. And Gary, the guy in the back, is like, I think Jared just said Southwestern honey Dijon. Yeah. Everyone's like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's definitely what he said. <laughs> Maybe Jared has a twinkle in his eye and can run a room. He just walks in and everyone is like, whatever Jared says goes. Jared's going to be the next prison yard gang leader. <laughs> Him with like a tear tattoo. Yeah. Him just walking into a jail cell like, hey, Frederic, you were a little low on your cigarettes last week. Beat them, boys. Oh, man, I no, can't No, not wait. even. You know prison rules, right? They like... <laughs> beat you up if you've hurt kids or women. Yeah. Yeah, apparently like they're my, not nice. Yeah, that's my favorite thing about prisons. I love prison law. Because you love prison law. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I literally love it. You love that they're, everyone's divided along racial lines. I love, I live for prison. Yeah, segregate away. Mm. Every time I see a prison talk, I'm like, yes, separate them. <laughs> no. <laughs> And I was like, shh, we're in a theater. And I'm like, yes, put them in that cell and then put them in a completely different hallway. Right. That's me during every prison doc. No, I just love that there's still a moral code mm, even in there. It's true. Where like the most scary looking guy will walk up to you and be like, you touched a kid. Book no. And that, like beats you. It's because most prisoners are just like black dudes who tried selling weed one time. And they got, like, yeah, totally. And they're like, we are literally fathers of three and are incredibly noble people. Right. We just so. <laughs> went to jail for the rest of our lives for selling a nug, and you're evil and in here with us? Right. God, so dark. So, good job, prison. Good job, prison. <laughs> good friend of the week is prison. Prison. <laughs> oh my God, I love prison. No, but for real, um, child pornography is fucked up. 
So it's really messed up. Um, I just do not understand what people are getting off to. Is it a power thing? Probably. Mm-mm. They're probably watching. They're like, "Ooh, I could like pin you back very easily, and I'm someone with no upper body strength." That's mm-hmm. probably like half the half the joy. Mm-hmm. So that was a uh, that was the hot take on Jared. That's a hot take on Jared, and honestly, considering what we're about to talk about, which is that sweet true D, it's a pretty appropriate mm. appropriate segue because the subway story feels like something that would be happening in Vinci. Right. It feels like Jared would run Vinci. Jared would run Vinci. All he needs He'd is a run. twinkle in his eye and an orgy. And an orgy in his back pocket. Right. That's my. <laughs> that's a good friend slogan. So, I know we were kind of last time we talked about True D, we were both kind of optimistic. Waiting for it to unfold. Prove the haters wrong. Prove the haters prove, wrong. Prove our full chips in right. Right. I really wanted to like it. I really wanted yeah. it to turn out good. But, I don't know, the last three episodes kind of sucked ass. <laughs> in the last episode, so we did, so we discussed after the first, we did a mid-season check-in, and now we're talking after the 90-minute Finale. Ugh, dude, it took me three sittings to watch the whole episode. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. yeah, it was like it was audacious. It mm. was like, yo, I don't know why you felt like you needed a short, a film, a film length yeah. to tell this story. Yeah, it was awful. What a failure! <laughs> it was bad. It was really bad. I just watched it and was like, what is this? How do we even sum up? Should we just spoil it away? I like literally don't. Yeah, care. no, no. Yeah, no. I don't care either. I like how he was. Uh, <clears throat> It, 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 uh, all, okay, I like how um, at, in that scene, Ray Valcora is like driving in downtown Los Angeles and then all of a sudden like takes an exit and he's in a redwood forest. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, for sure. Exit 41B to the redwoods. <laughs> Anyone who lives in California understands how ridiculous just like the setting of this whole thing was. Yeah, it made no sense. That was the, That is probably the failure that I'm most devastated about. The geography of LA, the lack of Californianness, like this show had no sense of place. I was so sad about that, and until the bitter end, it had like no sense. I was like, okay, so Vince Vaughn is in a desert. Rachel McAdams is literally on the high seas, and Colin Farrell is inside of like like a majestic Return of the Jedi, like Ewok forest. I'm like, has anybody here been to yeah. California? It, 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 like it was like. They'd travel between Monterey and, and Los Angeles, and it'd take them, like, an hour and a half. Right. When they went to Sonoma to go to, like, that orgy party, huh? I was like, this is a pretty chill nine-hour drive. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, what? It was so bad, and, like, everything that was bad about it, like, it didn't feel like the show was, like, miles away from, like, a good version of the show. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was always sort of, like, right at this point where, like, it could make a specific choice and, like, be more interesting or more coherent. And it just actively wouldn't make those choices. And I'm okay with, like, a show that, like, subverts my expectations like that. But only if, like, you're going to give me an alternative that's better. Like, I don't know. Like, it was just, it felt like, by the end of it, I couldn't pretend, like, the mystery was incomprehensible because there's some sort of, like larger cosmic force that like good people can't contend against it's like no this was like incomprehensible because like you literally weren't a good storyteller like what on earth mm. i had a, but how I, sad i had an issue following um i had an issue following okay i have two things that i want to complain about mm. i had an issue following all of the dark haired uh dark skinned women because there yeah. was like three of them and they all looked the fucking same and they yeah. all had like very different very important 
roles in the story. And it was totally. like, is this... Like, Vera? I was like, who? Yeah, Vera, what? The girl whose, like, throat was slashed, like, a few episodes yeah. before, I was like, oh my god, literally who? And, and then, then, like, Chis- the daughter the, yeah, of the mayor, I yeah, kept the thinking everybody daughter? was that. Yeah, I kept thinking everybody was the mayor's daughter. Anytime we'd see a brunette, I'd be like, there's the mayor's daughter. Yeah. I knew it. And then immediately it wouldn't be her. And then, like, another brunette would come, and I'd be like, the mayor's daughter, orchestrating everything, knew it. And, like, again, it wouldn't be. In- and by the end of it, it was like, oh, the mayor's daughter isn't even in it. Yeah, and then it was like, oh, the, the poor orphan girl's a redhead. <laughs> right. <laughs> a white redhead. What? And I thought the orphan kids were going to be the mayor's kids. No, that would have made too much sense. Yeah, God forbid. Like, literally, God forbid. The other thing I didn't get until I read this, like, really incredible slate, like, 4,500-word 4, 4, breakdown of, like, what was going on in True Detective this yes, season. Yes, I which saw you that. Read. I read that, too. You read that, yeah. So it was really effective. The thing I didn't even understand, which is, like, kind of crucial in the way that, like, everything on the show is both crucial and not crucial, is, like, Casper and, like, all of these Vinci cops were former LAPD officers and, like... The Diamond Heist was, like, the moment that they were, like, really corrupt, and they left after that to join Vinci so they could be, like, even more corrupt. Like, I didn't even get that they were former cops. Like, I was like, huh? They glossed over that scene in a second during when Taylor Kitsch was interviewing that, like, old angry, like, guy who was talking about the, uh, the Rodney Rodney King riots. Remember? Right. Oh, my God. Yes. And and then he was like, why would you show me that picture? It's like. Why would you take me back there? I was like, um, please show me again. Like, how about the camera pauses real quick? I don't even know what I'm looking at. It was a rough go. Yeah, the minute they threw Rodney King in, I was like, get me out of the history books. (laughs) I have another thing that I wanted to uh, gripe about, but now I can't fucking remember. There were two, so there was definitely that. The, uh, girls who all look the same. Right. Oh my god, nightmare. Oh, fuck. What was the other fucking thing? Um, can you think anything else that you were mad about while I try to remember what the fuck I'm talking about? I mean, honestly, like, I just didn't like how, by the end of it, it felt like Colin and Rachel were, like, the only characters that, like, had any real stakes with anything. Like, I didn't care about Taylor Kitsch. I didn't really understand, like, what he had to do with anything. He felt kind of, like, dead weight the whole season. Um... Vince Vaughn just always felt like he was on a separate show. So, like, by the end of it, I was like, I can see exactly the parts of this show you have to, like, scrape out to make room for the rest of it to, like, breathe a little bit. And I just don't get why there's this emphasis on, like, more. This always happens with second seasons. Like, this always happens. This sense that you want to, like, crowd the story with more. And, like, I never understand why people do that. I think, like, regardless of, like, whether they do or not, like, there's always sort of, like, like, there was never going to be a version of, like, this show that was satisfying the second time around, but there was definitely a version of it that could have still been good, even if people found it disappointing. Like, it didn't have to be, like, the first season, but it could still be good on its own. Yeah. I just don't get why there's this tendency to always do this. Okay. Every show does it. Every artist does it with their second album. Everything is always just bigger. Like, it feels like you have to make it bigger, and bigger always means stuffing it. And it's like, why? Okay, I remembered, and now I have another additional gripe. Oh, my God, give me the gripe. The first gripe was the scooby Dooification of both of these seasons, where at the end it's like, oh, it was that guy from the second episode. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? Yes, I hate that. Like, oh, it was the photographer that Colin Farrell interviewed for, like, two seconds. On the movie set? For on like the movie literally... set. Right. And, like, the first season did that, too, where it was like, oh, you mean it was the guy that the Matthew lawnmower. McConaughey should have talked to more on the lawnmower? Right. It's like, come on. What is and it? it's kind of like, what do you... And it's, and it's always just kind of like, oh, you got me. Yeah. It's like, good job. Like, yeah, like, good job. Like, there's definitely no weight to this reveal, but it's just kind of like a... <laughs> this is what Scooby-Doo did. This is how yeah, Scooby-Doo totally. did this. 
Good that job. was the old hitchhiker we drove by on the way to the mill. It's always like that. And it's like, okay, cool. Like, huh? And that's when you really know truth. That's when you know that, like, this is not a show that is, like, interested in anything larger and that everything else is kind of superficial. Like, it still wants to sort of, like, trick you and be this sort of, like, he wants there to be an ending. Yeah. In a way that I don't. What's, he, your, other, what's your other gripe? I can't remember it again. Oh, my God. I keep interrupting and stealing the gripe. Right. Indeed. No, but the other gripe probably had something to do with how stupid it was. Oh, the other gripe was how the fucking, like, weird sex eagle mask didn't tie into anything. It was just this guy liked to fuck with animal masks on. Right. There was no sort of larger, like, thing about, like, what, like, what is the atmosphere? Like, what does it mean? Like, what are these, you know, like, the use of, like, animals it's supposed to mean? Like, in the first season, that was, like, a thing. Like, there was sort of, like, way more... There was roots to like the mysticism of the show and like the aesthetics of the it show. It felt like that was just a ploy to get people to be like, "Whoa, there's like weird animal cult." But then like the orgy was so fucking. It was like the Came. most PG thirteen <laughs> orgy I've ever seen in my life. I know Jared Fogle has wilder Saturday nights. Right. Let's get some yeah. animal masks in there, people. I know. I wanted more weirdness. Like I wanted more stuff about like California cults. Like remember, there's like the scene where they're like driving up north, and there's this like. Jesus guy, like, carrying a cross, like, on the side of the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that shot? Yeah. I was always like, that is something I want in this show. Like, <clears throat> there's, like, so many, like, leftover 70s, like, new-agey, creepy cults in Southern and Northern California, just, like, from, like, the count, like, leftovers from, like, the 70s. Like, that is a very California thing. It's not exclusive to California, but it's definitely something that's very, like, All those weirdos who, like, came out here looking for, like, a new life and a new start yeah. in the 70s and realized, like... And then they it didn't happen, yeah. and they're stuck here. Right. And, like, they're still really weird and, like, disconnected from, like, the world and, like, kind of believe they're, you know, the stuff they're trying to sell people on and, like, also kind of don't. Like, that is so interesting to me. And, like... I couldn't believe that Rachel's Rachel McAdams' dad did not factor into anything. Like every fucking, I couldn't believe that. Every interesting thing that I was like intrigued in early early in on the season didn't fucking matter and didn't, didn't come up more than that opening episode. Right. And those were the things that the show all and it wasn't just things we liked. It was show, things that the show needed. It needed more like macabre weird things like animal masks. It just needed to be weirder. It was just such a bland procedural so disappointing yeah do you think there'll be a third season surely still there will be yeah they, apparently they're i mean they i guess they still got great ratings on the on the show oh really yeah i'm sure i'm sure so i think it's i, guess I think it's like up to i think hbo is like cool with it having but a third HBO season also really cares about what people say do you know what I mean? but they like, already like greenlit it they already said like hey if you want to come back like you can totally do another another season but I'm sure, yeah, no, I mean, that makes sense. Of course, like, money talks. And I'm sure they signed a contract initially for, like, more. It's not a season-by-season contract. I'm sure they were, like, do three at a time or, like, four at a time. They made, like... And I'm glad. I want more. They made, like, four extra seasons after Entrust stopped being good. I mean, that started sucking, God. like, after the second season, and HBO was like, we don't care. We literally don't care. Yeah. There's a bag of cash. So. Okay, so you wanted to rant about Apple, should you? Oh, basically, <laughs> my, my phone wrong. stopped working, and... I don't know, I'm just... I feel like your phone stopped working literally four minutes after you bought it. Like, it's not that old of a phone. No, it's uh, it's almost two years old. Two years is not... Two years is a century in Apple time, but that is not a long time. I know, but I just bought into the machine, and now I'm, like, caught up in it. All my stuff's Apple. This stupid fucking computer that I'm on is Apple. Everything's I have, Apple. like, everything on my iTunes. It feels like I'm... I mean, it's basically slavery. It's modern-day slavery. 
Yeah, that's that's right. You are a slave. <laughs> you know exactly what it's like. So. Yeah, I. that's kind of why I'm like not on Apple Music. I'm like, can I just have one bit of autonomy somewhere in my life? So now I'm like wondering what to do. If anyone's trying to call me, I know I'm probably getting like... 90 missed calls like every hour but oh you don't get phone calls no it might my, my the i can't like charge my phone my phone like can't <gasps> charge so I, I don't even have it on oh my god are you serious that is so crazy how have i been texting you because i can do iChat through my laptop wow so your phone is literally just not working yeah i can't even turn it on it's just like a paperweight at this point that is so brutal wait you should literally take it to the apple store that's so much more extreme i mean i'm, I'm planning on going but I'm planning on, I'm going to go tomorrow and... Okay, and say what? You're in, you're in Canada, so you have to be like, ha, ha, ha. Right. I have to be, ha, ha, ha. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be really, like, ten times more snarky than I would be in, in New York. <laughs> Even though that's, like, opposite, I should be nicer in Canada, but it feels like since I'm American, I should be more snarky. You might as well live up right. to your... You might as well live up to your... Fall on my sword and just go full snark. So what are you going to say? Practice on the podcast. Are you going to be like, hey, um, here's a, here's a shocker. Right. I have a problem with my <laughs> iPhone. I'm going to walk up. I'm going to fart. First thing I'm going to do is fart. Just real <laughs> and long. And you're going to say, oh, I'm sorry. Do you smell an Apple product? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, that came out of my ass, not my phone. <laughs> Although I know that you don't know the difference. Right. You're like, sir, we barely speak English. Right. And then I'm gonna We're say, barely human. We're Canadian. That's what they're going to say. <laughs> and then I'm going to say, hey, moron, with the glasses. Like, I'm not wearing glasses, sir. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I realize I'm at a, and then I'm going to do those super obnoxious, like, air quotes. I know I'm at a genius bar. <laughs> do it around bar, not genius. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm at a genius bar. Yeah. But there's no alcohol here. Right. They're like, oh my god, what does he want? Unless you can black me out right now so I don't have to fucking be here. <laughs> They're like, you're blacked out already. Mentally. <laughs> yeah. That is such a nightmare. That was literally, yeah, I mean, like, I had problems with Apple for a while, mostly because I dropped my phone freshman year of college. It fell on the power button. The power button got lodged. So it would keep turning off, basically, unless I had it upside down, which was crazy. What? And I went into the Apple store and was like, um, I pressed down the power button completely normally, and oh. it got stuck. <laughs> what did they say? And they literally were like, we've been having this problem a lot. <laughs> they say that for everything, I think. Yeah, but then they gave me a new iPhone. Yeah, maybe they'll give me a new iPhone. Maybe. This was first gen, where they were idiots and didn't know what was going on with their technology. Mm. I was like, I touched it, and it blew up. So <laughs> they're like, that sounds about right. I've never seen a smartphone before this, so let's just do mm. it. Good point. No, but I don't know. I'll probably just go in and, and uh, you know, buy a new I'm one. usually, no, I'm not gonna, definitely not gonna buy a new one. Definitely. You need a phone. <laughs> no, but if I have to buy a new phone, I think I'm just gonna get a shitty Android. If they really? can, if they can, I can't, yeah, I'm not gonna fucking fork over whatever it is, two, 300 bucks for a stupid iPhone. That is true, but if you had an Android and I started seeing green text messages when I texted you, I. Oof. I'd still be able to. I'd still be able to iChat you from my Apple ID on my laptop. So oh, that is true. That sounds quite schizophrenic. It is a little bit. You'd a have two bit. threads going just for one person. Oh my god, you're literally asking so much of me. Mm. I think I need you to buy a new iPhone, honestly, for me. Mm. It's not a bad idea. Yeah, think about it. They should honestly exchange it for you. Maybe I should. If you're if you're rude enough, they'll do it just to get you out of the room. That's my tactic. That's why I'm going to be super snarky. Yeah, that's a good. That's a power move. Right. 
power move. Hee <laughs> hee. Love that. Good for you. So maybe I can start a uh, Kickstarter. Kickstarter? Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Because I'll do it. Hey, right. this is Rod. One of my best friends is going to text me starting with an Android, and I need your help. And then, like, look over to the right, and it's a new camera. To make sure that my text thread stays clean and blue, I need you to donate money. Turn to the right, new camera. For just $300, you can make sure that, aesthetically speaking, my iPhone is bearable. Well, I want, like, an iPhone 6 Plus, so maybe, like, $600. That'd be great. That's the follow-up video. Hey, Rod from the previous Kickstarter here. Jack wants a better iPhone, and I think we should give it to him. So for just twelve hundred dollars, it's like what? It only costs six hundred. Yeah, like well, he also wants the other yeah. one. He wants both. They're like, what? Like, what prizes do we get for donating? Nothing, but my gratitude. <laughs> Is Kickstarter the one where if you don't make all of it, you get none of it? Yeah, I think that's that one. So vicious. Yeah. Kickstarter is also the one where one guy made like a million dollars off making potato salad or whatever. Jesus right? fuck, really? Yeah. Did you not hear about that? I he think like I did. literally, yeah, he got like fifty thousand dollars in donations for like a fake Kickstarter about potato salad. Ugh, asshole. So brutal. I mean, he's gonna have to pay taxes on well, that. So I hope he kept some of did it. Did you see but... the fake Kickstarter that's like, help us raise money so we can build a wall around the Bay Area while everyone's at Burning Man? Oh my god, that is so... Help keep so they the, can't come back? Right, so to help keep the burners out. <laughs> that is brilliant. It's like, this is the... And it creates a water world of burners, yeah, like, right. right in the bay. Yeah. It's like, this is the one week a year where we don't have to hear about Burning Man. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah. yeah, what do we think of Burning Man? We have a very good friend of the Good Friend podcast who's going. Is it this weekend? I don't know when it is. No idea. Uh, Never been... Mama. Would you ever? I guess so. I've never had the desire to go. I'd go and like, kind of like sit back and mock everyone. Mm, you sound like a great addition. Right. <laughs> hey, Rod from the iPhone Kickstarter here. Jack wants to go to Burning Man to make fun of everyone, and I think we should help him. For just $1,400. Uh... Actually, it's so expensive <laughs> yeah. to go to Burning Man. It's literally so pricey. Yeah, right? It's like, Jesus Christ, guys. What are you doing? Yeah, here? like cool it. Mm. Like I thought money wasn't a, like wasn't a real thing here. Why does it cost a small fortune just to get into this place? Mm. Anyway, just a barter. Right. Ugh, I should be able to hand out, you know, body hair tampons or <laughs> body hair dolls or you know, body hair, body hair <laughs> linens or just. Are you convinced that everything in Burning Man is made of body hair? I mean, I think that's just my greatest natural resource is my body hair. Yeah, that's what you have to offer. Your right. sweat and your body That would hair. be my, right, my sweat, you could wash with it. Yeah. Because there's no running showers, so collect my sweat, scrub yourself down. This is your Kickstarter video. And then, <laughs> and then with my body hair towel, you can dry yourself off. There you go. You can dry yourself off. Yeah. And what's great is that you've been made wet with the sweat, and the body hair comes off the towel, so then you're covered in my hair. Right. So, that's what you have to end it right. with. And then it also is a protective layer against wolves and coyotes and any natural <laughs> predators that you might see on the playa. The playa. Right. Oh my god. So good. I would love a CW teen drama called The Playa. <laughs> it takes place over the course of Burning Man. No, but anyway, Burning Man is cool, but I don't think it's my bag, baby. Yeah, I don't think it's my bag either. Can you imagine me there? Like, huh? Mm. The hell would I do? Mm. I feel like I'd die. I feel like for some reason I would die. Yeah, you probably would. 
If I could get there and I'd be like, this is incredible. Okay, where's the nearest sandwich shop? Yeah. <laughs> and they'd be like, what? You didn't bring food? Mm-mm. There a bodega nearby? I need water. They're like, wait. Uh, Anyone want to bike over to the nearest cafe? Everyone just lives off of acid tabs all week, right? That's how that works, isn't it? Well, and no, people offer like free stuff. Like there are cafes, there's like food, and like everything's free once you get it, apparently. So, but I think you have to provide too. So you have to like bring shit with you. I don't know. It's exhausting to even talk about. Free acid or? I wonder if the drugs are free. I bet they are. I bet if you like get in right with people, they'd be like, "Yeah, dude, for sure." Right, and then this you... is after all Barnumar. And then you get in, and everyone's like all weird about it. Like, oh yeah, sorry, this is my last one. And you're like, I just saw yeah, you oh, hand out like fourteen, and they're like, mm, yeah, last one. Sorry. And Twenty man. minutes ago, you just invited me. Yeah, dude, just come into our tent anytime. Like. Hey guys, do you guys have acid? Oh yeah, uh, right. yeah. Tim's going to get it, but he's like, we're like probably gonna stay pretty chill tonight. Yeah, we're like late so. for something, so we really gotta go. Yeah, we have to go, but um, yeah, it was so good seeing you. Like it's just suddenly so awkward. Yeah. Oh man. That's what I would be nervous well, about, legitimately. That's yeah, what I'm always enough. nervous about: people being way too generous, and then you're like, oh yeah, like that sounds good, and then like, ooh, really? Um. Uh, mm. Ooh, ah, ooh, ah. Sorry, I was lying. <laughs> yeah, how do you do that? Or what if you're that person? What do you do when you're the one who is generous and then you want you don't expect them to actually act on your kindness? That absolutely happens. It happens all the time where it's like, yeah, you should come over sometime. And they're like, yeah, I'm coming over. And it's like, uh, mm-hmm. Like, for sure. Yeah. What do you do? You just have to endure it. You just gotta endure it, man. And then like, Damn. you know, have one of your friends call you and pretend they're your mom. Telling you, like, your grandpa died or something. That's your go-to like, move? How many grandpas do you have? Three of them died last week. <laughs> like, yeah, polyamory. Right. Heard of it? <laughs> yeah. Don't judge my family values. My but seriously, I really have to go, so you should probably leave. <laughs> my families are fundamentalist Mormons. Is that a problem for you, mm. Mr. Open-Minded? Right. Quotes around minded. <laughs> so anyway. I guess we should do detail. Yeah, detail. God only knows what I'd be without you If you should ever leave me Will life still go on, believe me Speaking of fat and sweaty, or hairy and sweaty, right? Hairy and sweaty, and fat. Yeah, he's fat. Well, he's actually in his fat, name. right? Yeah, right, I mean, that's in right. the name, right? Yes, Fat Jew. The Fat Jew, at the Fat Jew. At the Fat Jew, or the Fat Jewish, depending on what platform you follow him on, came under fire this week. People have had it. So, I had no idea who this motherfucker was. You until, don't follow him on Instagram? No, I don't. Okay. Um, until yesterday, and I was like, who the fuck is the Fat Jew? And then, I, and then I'm like, he's just some dude, he's like the guy who takes jokes and then like types them into Google, and then like takes an image capture of like the Google search and then puts it on Instagram. Right. That's what he does? <laughs> or like a tweet. Right. Like screen caps a tweet. So he basically just steals people's jokes from Twitter and like Instagrams it? He takes people's content. Yeah, pretty much. Which he's been how? doing exclusively yeah, wh- this whole time. How did he, why did he, how did he get famous and not get like shit stormed before two days ago? Right. Well, I think, he, did- I think the shit storm started because he was signed to a major talent agency and given a, an initially given a... Yeah. Comedy Central pilot deal. So the real question is, 
What are these people IDing as his talent? Well, I could see why Comedy Central and like talent agencies would scoop him up because it's like he's popular on Instagram. You know, it's like these old dudes who have no that fucking, just like, who have no yeah. fucking idea what's going on social media or how it works or the way even people, at Comedy Central, even at Comedy Central, clearly, clearly, clearly. It's true. Is that what they don't know? They're like he's popular. Why yeah, not? Yeah, right. No, exactly. It's exact. One hundred percent. What happens? Is that what? Is that how this started? Like he got the those deals, and everyone's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, pretty much. Everyone was like, "Excuse me, he's gonna start getting paid for this shit." Like he's all. He's always been. He's always come under fire by like comics who are like, "Yo, that's my joke." Like he doesn't give credit. He like crops out the names of the people who actually tweet the thing, so it's just the tweet. Like. He always has come under fire, and, like, he's been making money off of his Instagram, like, through, like, sponsorships, like, branded content, like, it's not like this is the first time he's making a dollar, but I think there was, like, a particular type of ghastliness to the fact that, like, Comedy Central, this network that, like, doesn't just, like, create content, but, like, creates, like, people that are, like, that become brands, you know, it's, like, Key and Peele, Amy Schumer, like, these are, like, people, people, people that follow, and, like, you're not just watching Comedy Central for their show, but, like... You know, you watch Chappelle's show and, like, Dave Chappelle is, like, what you're watching. It's, like, it's cultivating, like, talent. So for the fat Jewish to be scooped up by this network that is, like, known for cultivating, like, names and, like, people suddenly became, like, too much for people to bear. And fair enough. Like, what fair was enough. that show gonna be? And I say this in the past tense because I guess Comedy Central, like, caught wind of the drama and, like, immediately reneged the deal. Well, good, because what the fuck? Is this guy just some sweaty fuck who, like, sits at his desk and copy-pastes? I think so. And he's like, oh, this one got, like, 30,000 likes. That's cool. And then he, like, goes and plays D&D or whatever. Yeah, I mean, and, like, makes, like, a ton of money. Like, shelling, like, alcohol and stuff. Like, what what does his voice sound like? Is he funny? Does he sound funny? Um, I heard him on Beats 1 Radio because he also has a radio program now on Beats 1. um, And is also writing a book. God, tell me on what. He doesn't have that funny of a voice. He just sounds kind of like a douche, like a bro. He honestly so sounds like, like a bro. Uh, so he's he's like, kind of like, yeah, like, uh, like he sounds like a bro. Uh, Not like a dumb bro, but just kind of like a bro that's like, just trying to be your friend. You know that bro voice? It's like. And, yeah. Yeah. He's What's that. up, bro? What's up, bro? Uh, you look great. Like, okay, you're I'm nice. I'm just here, just like, trying to be funny, man. Man. Uh, <laughs> and then he's getting face fucked. And then he's getting face fucked and gargling on his own blood. And everyone's like, I love the fat Jewish. He's just, I don't know. He's, <laughs> he just knows what's funny. Like, he knows he's good meat. Yeah, who, who like, likes him and follows him? Is there, like, a celebrity who's out of the loop? It's like Tara Reid, like, oh, my God, the he's, fat Jew. No, he's, he's like, so really funny. popular. I follow him. Like, he's really popular. Katy Perry, like, loves it. Like, all the, he's, like, uh, super famous. Yeah, he's, like, really famous. On and everyone's internet. like, and so Katy Perry, like, follows him, and everyone's like, Katy Perry, this guy steals jokes, and she's like, what? And she's like, my huh, what's that? I'm putting on geisha makeup. I don't know what's stealing I can't hear is. you. My boobs are in my ears. And he's like, why are they in your ears? Like, I don't know. I was born like this with my boobs yeah. connected to my earlobes. Everyone's like, okay, <laughs> Katy, you're like really starting to scare us. Help me. Yeah, I don't know. He's really weird. He's like the type of guy who'd make a joke where he's like, that's as white as like a like pumpkin spice latte. Who'd like still make that joke. Mm. And it's like, right. that's, your na- that's his natural sense of humor. So it's like he's stealing other people's jokes and... Passing it off as if he's funny. Even, the, like, that's the weirdest thing about the fat Jew. Like, everybody knows that these aren't his jokes. And it's not even, like, a secret. And it's not even something he denies. So, the question is, like, what do people assume is his sense of humor? Like, what is this book he's writing? Like, what he's would the ass- show have been? Like, mm-hmm. he's essentially 
he like I'm guessing he does a whole bunch of like Bay jokes. Ugh, probably a lot of Bay like, jokes. When Bay sees you horny, and then there's like a picture <laughs> of like, like a ridiculous, <laughs> yeah, right. And there's like some shitty picture of like I don't know some like seal or something. Yeah, and everyone's like hell yeah. I mean, even <laughs> I think he's funny sometimes, but he's just I think the memes are funny, right? Like mm. it's like a website. Like the content is funny. The website, the platform itself right, is right, right. the funny part. He's not the funny one. He's not the funny one. So, like, I've never thought twice about Fat Jew as, like, anything. I've never, I just thought about him as, like, the delivery module for this stuff. Like, I, right. just, I just don't get it. But so he could have gotten around this. He could have gotten around this in the shitstorm. He could, he, he could have just gotten, like, a job at HuffPo. Right. Or. And not just gone, like, full throttle for, like, comedy, which is, like, a notoriously. So, you know, it's, like, it's such a. Co- comedy is, like, still one of those things where you, like, gotta pay your dues. You kind of can't get around it. Like, when comedians start, like, and maybe, like, that'll change for, like, the next generation, but it probably won't. Like, the vanguards of comedy, the people who kind of, like, stand in front of that gate to let you in and get your respect are still stand-ups that do, like, touring and stuff, you know? Yeah, I mean, or just, yeah, I mean, you can't just, it's just, you can't steal fucking people's work and pass it off as your own. You can't. I don't think you're ever going to be, in the world of comedy, I don't think that's ever going to fly with people. Right, thankfully. Thankfully. So, Fat you, you get D-Tongue of the week. Uh, 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 but, uh, yeah, I don't know how that works. Jews, I don't think they believe in hell, but whatever. You're going to hell. Oh, he's definitely going to hell. So brutal. Honestly, this is what happens when you get famous from the internet. It's sort of like... The thing that brings you up will tear you down. It's a very volatile world to get infamous from. Yeah. You know, they, ha- they like the internet owes you nothing. And the internet will literally not stay loyal. So people who get right. famous just from the internet, it's like, this is not sustainable. This could crumble. This could crumble easily. It's just the court of public opinion arbitrarily deciding when someone's cool or not. Like, it's just not the best way to, like, create right. work and a name for yourself. I don't know. Like, we don't have any money from, uh, you know... DuckTales, so... Yeah, still haven't seen a damn check. Not true, actually. I think, hopefully, Channel 4 will pay me a little something. <laughs> you know how it is. Channel 4 from uh, England? Yeah, Channel 4 from England. We'll see. Yeah, hell yeah. But still, like, literally, they could... People could... Eat. I mean, like, look. Tumblr loved that video. They, like, were obsessed. And just a few weeks later, I was torn down by Tumblr for my Inside Out <laughs> 2 pitch. They raised you up to bring you down. Like, I know Yeah, this. but that was great. Yeah, they that kept calling me Satan. I was like, how how quickly I've become the martyr for free speech. <laughs> Please talk like that all the time. <laughs> Should I? Evil sidekick voice. Evil sidekick voice with like a real like with something to say. Right. Ooh, I imagine you with I a- didn't realize that this country was not actually one founded on freedom. <laughs> I imagine you with a hum- uh, with a humpback. Yeah, like Igor. <laughs> right. Rap game Igor. Hell yeah. So. so who's our good friend? Mine is, I guess, the FDA for female hornet pills. Oh, what? <laughs> I was going to do that one. We can both do it. Like, Okay. <laughs> you get the the FDA and and Pfizer get okay. good friend of the week for coming out with the female Viagra pill. Good job, guys, I guess. Like, hell thank, yeah. But honestly, thank God they did this after Bill Cosby like the been fact. advocated for fucking raping all those I bet you he heard this news and he's like that would have been useful like literally no remorse (laughs) like I wonder if I would have gotten in trouble for this like Bill ugh see him Uh, in hell but no for real do you think it's made for women who like whose sexual appetite like goes down significantly after menopause 
Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't really... I don't know who thought of <laughs> this. Yeah, whose idea was this? Like, who? Uh, I didn't even know this was in the works. I got a was push like, notification about it. Yeah, it was like, FDA finally approves. I was like, finally? Like, again, this is like a room full of, like, old dudes being like, you know what? I haven't gotten laid in a long time. Like, me neither. Like, same here, Carl. Like, Dan, And then they, like, they like look at the newspaper, and there's, like, a headline, like, Bill Cosby. They're like, hmm. Putting pills in drinks. Like, wait. What Where if, did he go wrong? What if we right. took the fundamental element of what worked about the Bill Cosby plan right. and just flipped it on its head? Yeah. And the guy who's Jared's biggest fan is like, I think Bill Cosby is awesome. Right. I think we should make pills that kind of do that basic thing. No, these pills don't knock people out, but no, no, no. they make but people they, hornet. I mean, like, they make people hornet. What, is, right. what does the, Viagra do? Does it just reroute blood or does it make you hornet? I I mean I assume if you get a boner you're horny. But like is it but like that's but I don't get if this pill is like going to re up ones like like for men it's like more literally just like the Viagra pill just helps them like stay hard. Like they're app they're like uh right. they're sexual they're they're still feeling all those feelings, right? Right. This peel this peel seems to be to like make women sexually aroused. Which is like weird. It is. I think it's kind of weird. I mean, like... What happens? You think they get the pill and then they're like... They, like... They see a cucumber and they're like, wah, 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 wah. No, I don't know. I really don't get it. And then out pops a pickle. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, that is how pickling works. And that's why women are so mean. They have vinegar running through their body. Yep. That's a fact. That's a scientific fact. That's a scientific fact. That's one of Xenu's reproductive facts. Right, that's to mate, Bible. put a pickle inside of woman. Eat it. That's irrelevant, but women have vinegar in them. I don't know. Maybe uh, the pill just makes them, like, you trip out and they start seeing images of Colin Farrell or something. Mm. Oh, my God. There is literally no better aphrodisiac. So? I'd let Velcro right. shoot me out in a forest, if you feel me. Right. Right. I get what you mean. I'm not sure I do, but, you know. The analogy is somewhere there. You know the scene where Annie Bezzarides takes the drugs and then she starts seeing like her rapist face on everyone's face? Right, right. The pill does that, but with Colin Farrell. But with Colin. And everyone's like, come on, Colin. And the husband's like, wait, what? Like, Deborah, you're not making any sense. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. This is going to be honestly so dark, but I'm really excited for what comes. I have a feeling this is going to be recalled like 45 minutes after it comes out. (laughs) I don't know why. I just have a bad feeling. Should we uh, t- test this out too? We should. Wait, we should take it. Each of us take a uh, female Fem- horny pill. Yeah, female horny pill. And see what it does. It's going to make yeah. our, nip- ni- our nippies really hard. <laughs> God, nippies. You heard me. I can't wait for my nippies to be hard. Yeah, that's what it's going to do. Mm. It's, it's, it's called the nippy. That's what the pill's called. Feel like a woman. Man, I feel like a woman. Ah, ah, ah. Wow, 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 nippies. What if we take it and then all of a sudden, like, just a vagina appears on our body somewhere? Uh, yeah, but, like, you don't know where. Like, our elbow. Right. right. <laughs> Jack, mine's Feel. on my elbow. What's on my big toe? <laughs> mine's on the back of my neck. Oh, my. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It looks like a cra- kraken or whatever. Right. <laughs> so grim. That is what this pill does. Should we just write a hot take without doing any research and say that the FDA's approval of the horn pill is bad because it's going to make everybody turn into a kraken on their neck? Mm, that's a good idea. Quick we hot should do tip. a Tumblr post. Yeah, yeah. We should do. Okay, this is what we should do. 
we should like write out write it out on like word and make it look all official like it's from Pfizer or something uh-huh. and then like screenshot it and like make it go all grainy like like we do whenever a people of it. right like whenever people like put that shit on Twitter you ever see like official releases on Twitter and it's like really grainy and it doesn't look like it was like produced on the computer yeah totally where it's like a, like the track listing of the new Kanye album and it'll just be yeah, like right. a weird sideways grainy picture right yeah we should so do we should. that and it should be like a like an internal memo that says like that's all about how the pill actually makes a crack and grow on your neck. And it's like, this is what they don't want us to know. Right. Your body just bursts out in vaginas. Your body becomes a vagina inbreeding system. Heard of it? Like, no, I haven't. You will. We have to stop by there. Vagina inbreeding system? Yeah, everyone's like, do you know what inbreeding is? Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't sound like you do. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, man. Well, anyway... We don't sound excited, but it, it's Yeah, really but honestly, our good friend of the week. Right, so. FDA slash their... Hornet Pill. Right, good job. So good job. <sighs> well, ladies, mm. gentlemen. Right. Hold your applause. It's about that time of the week. It's about that time of the week where we say, say hi. See you later. <laughs> and, so uh, abrupt. This is, uh, I have to say, we've made it a whole episode without mentioning... The, the devil herself. Idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's not say I the can't, name. Wait, let me rewind. The fucking idiot. <laughs> Don't say that Kraken's name. Alright. You know who I'm talking about. We all know. Visor's yeah. number one sheller. So you're in California right now, right? I'm in CA. Are you gonna plant a car bomb inside of her? vehicle or let's just say i'm about to be a mixologist because i have a couple of Molotov cocktails brewing mm, you're gonna build coffee beer um yeah i am except she's gonna wake up literally in bed but her room will be on fire <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like i may not have touched you because i have respect for your body and your choices but i will burn your house to the ground <laughs> that's what i'm gonna say mm, okay well that's good yeah i still have my moral code that's why i love prison code right <laughs> That's why I love the prison laws. I love prison law. It's prison fun law. to be violent, but still have a moral code. I love moral codes, too. I love it. I also love, like, that's why I love movies where, like, moms, like, decide to, like, it, like enact vengeance on people who, like, killed their kids. Where it's like, mm. I'm a mother, and I'm right. acting on a maternal code. Mm. I love that. Let's get more of those. Yeah, we need a couple more of those. There's one with J-Lo and Viola Davis, and it literally looks so good. Mm. And it's straight to video, so I'll be watching it. Mm. <laughs> great. So, there's that. It's a great sign. It's a I good-ass sign. No, ass but are you actually, actually going to hang out with her or what? Yeah, no? definitely, 100%. You should say you're going to, and then... Um, Not meet no. up. Right. Or I'll, I'll be like, yeah, we should definitely hang out. Meet me at the docks at 12 midnight. Right. She's like, what do you want to do there? Nothing, just hang out. Make sure that you're <laughs> not followed. Like, oh, okay. I was, I was going to say, like, you should say, like, oh, Janet, yeah, let's, let's totally meet out, but um, can you, like, meet me at the top of the highest mountain in the Sierra Nevada mountain range? And if and then, anyone like, asks where you're going, don't even bother telling them. Right. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> and then just make her drive up there herself, and then you're not there. I love that. But I'll right. have someone there who's like, your car brakes look like they need fixing. And she'll, they'll actually cut the brakes and be mm. like, bye. Mm. And then she's <laughs> stuck up there. You put the uh, uncaptured Zodiac Killer up there with <laughs> I'm not the Zodiac. That guy's voice is literally like this. Yeah. I'm the Zodiac Killer. I would love to put Janet on a blind date with the Zodiac Killer. That would be the ultimate, <laughs> ultimate prank. 
Janet, I respect your body, but not your soul. Janet, I respect your body and your right to make choices, and I would never touch you. But I absolutely love everything else about you, so I put you on a Tinder date with the Zodiac Killer. She's like, what? <laughs> that dude that she went on a date with where it was like the puppets? That oh guy my probably God. was the Zodiac Killer. That probably was the Zodiac Killer. He's like, I can't show my face, but here are my puppets. And it's like, here's a little time for the child within. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and sucks and run you. She's like, no. Give a little time for the child within. You don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run out. Run through the bed and scare up the milking cows. Run down the beach kicking clouds of sand. Walk a windy weather day, feel your face blow away. Stop and listen, love you.